Nothing But The Words, episode number 95. Build Your Feedback Resilience. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going incredibly well. Depending on how old you are, you might remember a time when TLC, the television channel, not the girl group, was actually the learning channel. The daily lineup was filled with educational shows, including medical programs. And a lot of those medical programs showed surgery performed on camera. And one day I found my older daughter, who was eight or nine years old at the time, sitting in front of our family room television, watching a doctor slice into the body of a patient. (laughs) I did not have any tolerance for watching that kind of program myself. So I asked her what she was doing. And she told me, since I want to be a doctor, I have to get used to seeing blood in surgery. At the time, as I said, this was not the, the kind of thing I would watch. But I sat down and watched it with her, trying to be a supportive mom. And over time, my tolerance for those shows grew and so did hers. 20 years later, watching surgery on TV, doesn't bother me at all for the most part. And she is indeed a doctor, definitely has no interest in being a surgeon, but she got through medical school and she's finishing her residency this year. Now, I don't know where she got the idea to build her tolerance in that way at such a young age. Someone may have told her to do it when she mentioned wanting to be a doctor, who knows? But I do know that there is value in building your tolerance in that way And for authors, building your tolerance for what feels like criticism is essential. And here's what I mean. A lot of authors worry about bad reviews or people criticizing their book. Yes, those things will happen. However, I've seen authors stop promoting their books because they got one bad review. I've seen authors give up writing because one person told them their completed manuscript wasn't good enough to be published. I've known people who never even started writing their book at all because someone told them their book idea was stupid, overdone, or unimportant. Even if you think you could never be one of those authors, I want to invite you to intentionally grow in your feedback resilience, your tolerance for accepting feedback on your writing. Feedback resilience is what I call your ability to take feedback, good or bad, apply it as you see fit, and get back to the work of writing or promoting your book. Now, years ago, when an author I admired read my work and wrote back to me three simple words, you can write, I felt validated, right? I was looking for validation at that time of my writing. And it was like, I finally got the stamp of approval I've been searching for from someone who actually had the ability to judge. But getting that feedback, as good as it was, I froze for a while. That author certainly gave me other more specific and useful feedback, but it took me a few weeks (laughs) to even apply it. Because she had said I could write, I was afraid to do the next stage of work and mess it up. I was afraid it wouldn't be good enough. It took me a few weeks to get myself to a place where I could write more and submit my work to her again. And I did get there eventually, but had I been more resilient I would have been able to absorb that, integrate that, appreciate it, and then get back to work without the ever-growing fear. When you've developed feedback resilience, you will not be thrown off your game by praise from someone you admire. 
Of course, most of us fear the opposite extreme, right? We're not sitting around worried we're going to get too much praise for our books. And yes, I've also had experiences when I've been told my writing was juvenile and overly simplistic (laughs) because I did not have a tremendous amount of respect for that particular critic. Those words had very little impact on me. It wasn't that I was so resilient. It's just that I didn't care about his opinion. Had they come from someone whose opinion I respected, I might have been crushed in my early days of writing. Doubt if I would have quit because it's what I'm called to do, but it might have made it much more difficult for me. That being said, there is nothing wrong with having an emotional reaction to the feedback you get, good or bad. That's a perfectly human response. But when you've developed your feedback resilience, you can process that reaction and get back to the work. The best way to develop feedback resilience is, and there's no surprise here, to get more feedback. My younger daughter is a professional dancer and she spent years studying classical ballet and then contemporary dance and Corrections from her teachers were always a part of her daily life. She learned at an early age to take feedback and use it to grow as a dancer. She also learned when to dismiss feedback that came from someone who had an agenda other than seeing her improve. Without those corrections and her willingness and ability to apply them, she wouldn't be the stunning dancer that she is now. So what am I telling you beyond the fact that I raised two amazing young women? First, whenever you receive feedback, consider the source and consider their motives. This will help you to develop your feedback resilience. Who is this person? Do they know anything about writing books? Do they understand the genre in which you're writing? Do they have any relevant experience? Are they anything like your one perfect reader? And what are their motives? I've had clients whose parents told them not to get overly invested in their books because no one will want to buy them. Now, those parents were not mean people. (laughs) They weren't trying to crush their adult children's dreams. They were trying to protect them. Not super helpful, but also not a reason to stop writing and marketing those books. Ask yourself, is this person who's praising your book, praising it because they love it or because they love you? Neither of those things is wrong. But when you develop feedback resilience, you can put that kind of praise in perspective and not become overwhelmed or paralyzed by it. Consider who that person is and consider what their motives are when they are giving you feedback. Second, always have a source of reliable feedback. My husband blows no smoke about my writing, and sometimes I wish he would, but he's an experienced writer. He's also a writing professor. He teaches screenwriting, and he gives me feedback from a place of experience and a place of wanting me to produce the best work I possibly can. That's incredibly valuable and I really appreciate it. I also have a circle of experienced writers and published authors to whom I can reach out at any time to get feedback on my writing. We help each other in this way. So I always have a place to get reliable feedback. And of course, I provide this same service to my coaching clients. So you can join a group coaching experience like mine. You can hire a coach for one-on-one feedback. You can hire me or find the coach who's the right fit for you. Not every coach is going to be the right fit. So you have to make sure that it's a person from whom you feel comfortable getting positive and constructive criticism. I spent more than $50,000 on writer's workshops early in my career because I valued that feedback so much. If you went back and read some of my early writing, you would see a tremendous difference between where I started and where that feedback got me today. 
a reliable source of feedback is someone who's experienced and knowledgeable and someone who points out your strengths, not just your opportunities for improvement. They look at both. And let me just say this, strong, helpful feedback never has to be nasty or mean. I have seen writing teachers, writing mentors, writing coaches who didn't feel like their job was done until they made someone cry. I don't care how brilliant that person seems. Run in the other direction if they have that tough love way about them. Too often, it does more harm than good. And even if it's not hurting you, it is likely hurting someone else in the room, someone else who's being coached or taught by them. Third, feel what you feel when you get that feedback and then separate the feedback and your writing from you. Express the emotion, feel it in your body, journal about it, talk it all out. These activities can help if the feedback hurts or even when it's so good that it scares or distracts you. Once you've processed the emotion, ask yourself if the feedback might be fair and merited. If so, why do you feel hurt or scared by it? What would happen if you applied it? Are you overwhelmed by the thought of applying it? Do you need help figuring out how to implement the feedback you've gotten? In the best circumstances, the person giving you the feedback can also help you implement it. But if not, find someone who can. There's always help available if you seek it out. Here's the final thing I suggest you do in order to build your feedback resilience. So important. It took me years to figure this one out and it has made all the difference. Practice believing you can learn something from any feedback you get, even if you learn nothing more than this isn't the person you should go to for feedback. Practice believing the feedback you get has nothing to do with you as a person or your value or your worth. When you can really integrate those beliefs and return to them every time you get a response to your book idea or reaction to your first few pages or a book review, you will be able to write any book you want to write with so much less stress and so much less struggle. Build your feedback resilience, my friends. You can do this. That's all for this week's episode. For more writing tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.